Sarah Adams is the Chief Sustainability uh, Officer at Vert Asset Management. Sarah, thanks for being here on the TD Ameritrade Network. Uh, thanks for having us. Welcome. Let's talk about uh, the real estate fund uh, that you guys uh, operate and how investors should think about that at a time where we're scrambling for something that'll work in a market that's getting pretty volatile. Well, so we have the Vert Global Sustainable Real Estate Fund. It invests in uh, publicly traded REITs globally on a sustainability basis. And basically, the, any sort of short-term volatility, we see ESG as a long-term play. And so the uh, owners, the property owners that we're investing in are those who are sustainability leaders within the real estate sectors. Hmm. So uh, we invest in all of the real estate sectors, uh, industry, um, hotel, office. Obviously, some of those have been hit with COVID, et cetera. But... Uh, it's really a misnomer to think that people won't be back in an office. I mean, currently, right now, even we're both inside buildings. Um, <laughs> right. It's it's definitely going to stick around. Uh, Sarah, so uh, is uh, VGSRX invested in the public equities uh, or uh, 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 private uh, loans in real estate? Uh, is it all uh, publicly traded REITs? It's all publicly traded REITs. Okay. So we started the fund with that very. A specific uh, asset class for it's mainly made for financial advisors or pension fund providers who who have an asset 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 allocation perspective and they wanted to do sustainability but they didn't have a fund to do that with and we have VGSRX to do that with um, we started four and a half years ago the the um, material. Uh, ESG issues are determined by our VERT Investment Research Group, Sam Adams, the CEO, two academics uh, who work in real estate and economics, Gary Pivo at the University of Arizona and Franz First at the University of Cambridge. And the fund is traded by Dimensional Fund Advisors. Yeah. And with that team together, it's a, it, it itself is a sustainable fund, mean, meaning longevity. And that's really our perspective on ESG is these issues in buildings are... Um, green building certifications, green leasing, things that companies are putting in place for the longevity of their building to keep that tenant. Hmm. So most of the building owners, the office REITs specifically, who had to weather through COVID, most of those saw tenants keep their leases, um, those that are in our fund. And that just speaks to the durability of, of what they offer and how the, the owner, the property owner, was proactive in reaching out to tenants about what they were doing for the safety of their building mm -hmm. with COVID and it being an aerosol issue. Was that a big determining factor for these companies, how they responded to COVID? Does that affect uh, the stock picking? Uh, how often will uh, the, the index or the, or the fund uh, revisit to whether or not a company meets the standards of ESG? Well, our turnover is about 18% a year. We do a reconstitution once a year. There are flags that come up on a periodic basis. So yes, with COVID, there was a, a ratcheting down of some office exposure um, because I think the market was responding to people being out of the office. Some of that got devalued over time, um, but you saw that in the index as well. Um, but in terms of an ESG uh, issues, we're really looking at 
those green building certifications, uh, science-based targets moving towards a net zero economy. How are those building owners preparing their buildings for this? Mm. Uh, and there's not a lot of uh, variability in that over a, the four and a half years that we've been been running. Sarah, it seems over the last uh, year and a half, expectations of uh, federal or government support for environmental issues, uh, the, the hope that that was uh, going to be a big part of this next spending plan got pretty elevated. Uh, I think for the most part, uh, that community has been disappointed. The stocks in the green energy space have really uh, struggled. Uh, thinking about electric vehicles outside Tesla, a lot of the solar companies have struggled in the last year. Uh, is there a, a, does the team have a thought on when the breakaway can happen from the rest of this kind of uh, tech-driven pullback in the market? I mean, just looking at the fund, the fund did great throughout COVID, uh, has pulled back here this year alongside some of the other tech themes. Is, is there a, a lot of overlap with uh, technology ultimately? Well, so on the first question, like the, uh, the Biden clean energy bill, how is that going to affect uh, some of how these companies were performing yeah. and really unfortunately yeah it was kind of a oh that is, that's unfortunate it's not doing what the bill said it was going to do or it wasn't it didn't really pass very cleanly but i think what has been in place prior to that is regional changes um that these building owners are already responding to for mm. instance in southern california where there's a a pretty uh intense uh, pollution based out of Long Beach. Uh, there's the port in Long Beach and transport is taken to warehouses in uh, the Inland Empire area. It's pretty, pretty, uh, it's a big basin of air pollution basically. Hmm. And those uh, warehouse owners, industrial REITs, one of our largest holdings, um, Prologis, yes. is someone who's already tackling uh, a regional legislation that's coming into play around that last mile uh, pollution. They're prepping their buildings for EV trucks. Um, that uh, uh, ordinance that I'm speaking of will fine warehouse users if they don't have a certain amount of net zero hmm. transport coming in. Um, and Prologis is leading this has... fight. What's that? And Prologis is actively involved in, uh, in this. They're actively leading, yeah. uh, their buildings are already prepped for this. Very interesting. Okay, so this is like real, this is the real deal uh, ESG exposure. This is not uh, uh, ESG as, as a gimmick, because some of them out there have, uh, have kind of ridden the coattails of that uh, theme that got a lot of attention. I think I think if we're looking at it from the perspective ESG, these issues are something that we could all agree on. It's from the perspective of the company. What is going to make the company be here in for the long term? Yeah. So for for green building certifications for an office REIT, for instance, uh, New York, Manhattan, uh, it's only in uh, Empire State Realty's best interest to have green building certification so they can keep their existing tenants, so they can have a premium on rent. Mm. Um, it's in their best interest also to, to be ahead of the game regards to carbon tax. There's the local law in 87 that's coming into play in New York City on buildings over 25,000 square feet that essentially level a tax of uh, upwards of $200 if you're over your uh, buildings budget. Wow. Uh, and these these companies are already doing those things. So we're not yeah. looking at it from a preference point of view. It's not 
I like energy reduction. It's there's a a money to be saved, and then for buildings, of course, yeah. tenants to to be had. Hey, ultimately, follow the follow the money, and the companies have the desire, uh, the intrinsic desire to make these changes. Uh, Sarah, thanks for making the case. Uh, uh, case well made. Appreciate you joining us here. Thanks for your time. Absolutely. Thank you for your Sarah Adams, Chief Sustainability Officer at Vert Asset Management Sustainable Fund, VGSRX is the ticket.